Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Adi Bolaños in San Francisco. Hundreds of California farm workers and growers are rallying in Washington this week. They're supporting a bipartisan bill that would create a pathway to citizenship for the nation's undocumented farm workers. KVPR's Joshua Yeager reports. Farmworker Marty Elston has never been to the Capitol before. The Delano teenager is there with her parents to urge lawmakers to pass the Farm Workforce Modernization Act. The Elstons harvest fruits and vegetables in the Central Valley, helping to feed the nation's families. But Madi's parents are undocumented and haven't been able to visit their own family in Mexico in decades. They're, um, I don't say, like, scared, knowing that if they go back home, they won't be able to come back. The proposed legislation would create a new legal status that would allow certain farm workers to apply for citizenship after eight years of agricultural work. United Farm Workers supports the bill. Here's spokesman Antonio De Loera. We believe this lame duck session of Congress is really our best chance and also our last chance to to get some sort of legal status for farm workers uh, through Congress. The bill faces opposition from some Republicans who say the border should be secured before immigration reform is discussed. For the California Report, I'm Joshua Yeager in Fresno. Academic workers continue to strike across UC campuses today. Their work stoppage could stretch into the Thanksgiving holiday and beyond, likely impacting finals. Reporter Laura Fitzgerald introduces us to a postdoc who's been on the picket line all week. Strikers aren't just on the big UCs we've all heard about. Head a mile uphill from Berkeley's campus, and you'll find picketers at the Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory. Rajiv Ramanujan Prabhakar is a postdoc studying climate change at the lab. He's originally from Chennai, India, and arrived in Berkeley in November 2020. It was a challenging time, also for <laughs> pandemic and given the high cost of living. Prabhakar says everyone on this picket line conducts critical research. He's working on ways to turn sunlight into fuel to cut down on carbon emissions. We are seeing the effects of climate change in real time because we see so many natural disasters happening and, it, and the time to act is right now. So I thought, OK, what would, the, what would be the best way that I could contribute? 
Despite this groundbreaking research, he says he makes just over $4,000 a month. And like most postdoc workers, over half of that goes towards his rent. Just rent. Prabhakar says it's ironic that many of his colleagues have little choice but to live miles and miles away from the lab or Berkeley's campus because rent is cheaper. Then they have to drive all the way. When you're driving, you're always, uh, you have to burn a lot of fossil fuels, which you don't want to do that. We we want a, a clean future. So rent, climate change, everything <laughs> is there. It's, it's all in the same issue. For this reason... Prabhakar says the union is asking for subsidized public transit in addition to increased wages to reduce rent burden, amongst other things. After four days on the picket line, Prabhakar says that meaningful progress has yet to be made. But he's prepared to strike until he and his colleagues get a fair contract. There is a little bit of pain in my legs because we are on a slope at beginning. But besides that, <laughs> the energy, the mental energy is still there. On the bright side, this crowd of strikers has an incredible view overlooking the entire San Francisco Bay. For The California Report, I'm Laura Fitzgerald in Berkeley. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. And now to a preview of our sister show, The California Report's weekly magazine. This week, they check in on immigrant detainees who say they were retaliated against for waging a labor strike at the two facilities where they're held. As KQED's Farida Javala Romero explains, members of Congress who requested immigration authorities investigate are still awaiting a response. In September, San Jose Congresswoman So Lofgren, U.S. Senator Alex Padilla, and about a dozen other California Congress members asked federal immigration officials to review complaints of abusive and retaliatory behavior towards detainees at two for-profit facilities around Bakersfield. Two months later, the Department of Homeland Security and Immigration and Customs Enforcement have not yet answered, according to Lovegren's office. DHS declined to comment, and an ICE spokeswoman would only say they'll respond through official channels. Immigrant advocates say more than 90 detainees are striking at the Mesa Verde and Golden State Annex detention centers, which are operated by the private prison company The Geo Group. The protesters are demanding California's minimum wage for jobs like folding laundry, scrubbing toilets, even working as barbers, instead of the $1 a day they're paid. I stand up against the unfair treatment. Uh, It's like the slavery rate of $1 a day. 
That's Mohammed Musa from Egypt. He says GEO staffers held him in solitary confinement for more than 40 days for supporting the strike. Meanwhile, Pedro Figueroa says conditions are getting worse and guards are frisking detainees with more frequent and invasive pat-downs. It's a constant uh, invasion of our privacy, you know. We're not prisoners. We should not be treated as prisoners. ICE holds people not to serve a criminal sentence, but to make sure they show up in court while they fight deportation, so their detention is not supposed to be punitive. A GEO spokesman says they follow all federal standards and that they're committed to ensuring a safe and humane environment at their facilities. To hear more from Farida Javala Romero about the labor strike inside ICE detention, tune in to the California Report magazine. Listen on your public radio station or wherever you get your podcasts. And that's the California Report for Friday, November 18th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Danny Bringer, Brendan Willard, Jim Bennett, and Seal Moeller. Our producers are Amanda Stupai, Izzy Bloom, Juan Carlos Lara, and Holly McDeed. Our senior editor is Angela Corral. Our interim director of news is Ki Sung. Our executive editor is Ethan Toven Lindsay. And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening. Support for the California Report comes from Stanford HealthCare, where their greatest reward is a healthy patient. Hint, fruit-infused water in over 25 flavors like watermelon, pineapple, and blackberry. No sweeteners, no calories. In stores or delivered from drinkhint.com. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Ocean Institute. Coming this fall, the launch of research vessel FALCOR-2, advancing the frontiers of ocean science and exploration on the web at schmidtocean.org. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.